0: Hello and welcome back to the Zadcast. We have a good episode in store for you today folks, so stay tuned. So in today's video I'm just going to be going over some movies I've seen recently, some music I'm listening to, and then I'm going to go over a tier list I made of film Twitter favourites and also give my thoughts on the community rank of Film Twitter favourites on TMaker. Okay. So, since the last episode of Zedcast, I've seen quite a few movies. I've been sort of lacking uh, recently in watching movies, which is because I'm procrastinating, because I'm a fool. But uh, one movie I watched was Ambulance, the new Michael Bay film, and it was actually my first Michael Bay movie. Not at all familiar with his filmography. Well... I've heard of lots of things about it, but uh, I haven't actually dived into it yet. And I was pleasantly surprised with all the critical reception his films have been getting over the years. Uh, I was surprised to say I really enjoyed this. Obviously, it uh, wasn't high art, but for what it was, it was uh, very interesting. I loved the drone photography. I would say that was one of the highlights for me. And if you think this is the sort of thing you'll like, I think you'll definitely like it. Another movie I watched was Bringing Out the Dead and I'd like to bring this up because I think it's one of the most underrated Scorsese films I've ever seen. Now this dude has a massive filmography so obviously there's going to be certain ones that are overlooked but I think this one is one that really should be getting more love. I absolutely adored it. It was written by Paul Schrader so if you like Taxi Driver I'm sure you'll like this one. I love the photography in here. I absolutely adored the colours. This is a personal favourite of mine. I was actually... And this might be her her, her hyperbole here, but I was going to say it was my favourite, Scorsese, uh, until it started to drag a bit in the middle. But apart from that, fantastic film, absolutely love it. Another film I watched was Lola, 1961. Now this is actually my third Demi film, uh, and this is the only one I really like. That's quite a controversial take because he is a beloved filmmaker and I will admit that on a technical level his other films are absolutely fantastic. I love the way he shoots them uh, and I did really like The Young Girls of Rochefort. Uh, I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, probably not. Objectively I think that's a fantastic film. The other one I watched was The Umbrellas of Uh and I didn't like that at all, really. I, I, I just can't get behind the musical aspect of it. I'm not a musical fan at all. Luckily, this film was not a musical. It had one musical number, but apart from that, not a musical. And, uh, well, it's objectively, I'd say, not as good as the other films. On the mirror alone of there not being singing in it, it makes, me, makes makes it my favourite. <laughs> okay. Now, another movie I saw... Everything, everywhere, all at once. The new highly acclaimed film from Daniels, directing duo Daniels. I am somewhat familiar with this group's previous work. I saw and enjoyed, although I didn't love, I did enjoy though, uh, their film Swiss Army Man. And uh, I'm I'm aware they directed the Turned Out For What music video, which is uh, an interesting experience, I'll say that. But this new movie was getting extreme acclaim when it came out and it still is there's still a lot of hype surrounding it um it was actually the f- highest rated film on letterboxd for some time and uh you could chalk that up to uh recency bias uh you know just the hype of it and sure that's definitely an aspect of it but uh i feel like saying that would just sort would sort of be diminishing the actual Quality of the film and it is an incredibly well-made film it was actually edited in uh adobe i think premiere pro which if that's true which i've heard it is true that's incredible because the editing in this film is fantastic there are a lot of things i liked about this movie and there are some things that kind of bugged me now obviously the visual style fantastic stellar i absolutely loved the way it was shot i loved the way it was edited i love the colour grading, I, I loved the use of colour, it was, oh, it was brilliant, the score was interesting, uh, as well, pretty good score, uh, acting, obviously, um, uh, the lead actress, everyone, actually everyone, uh, I feel like gets, should get a shout out, Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Michelle Yeo, not sure if I pronounced that right, I'm really sorry if I didn't, um, but yeah lots of fantastic standout performances in this one um even past that point there's more to praise about it but i'll go into some of my uh my negatives the humor didn't always connect with me i think there's some really funny stuff in this film i think the some of my personal favorite things were for some reason (laughs) i just found the the ratatouille stuff really funny now, that's not going to be the f- the favourite part of this movie for a lot of people, but I just think something about the, the comedy of that scenario, I don't know, it just really... That's the, one of the instances where the humour really clicked. But there were certain other times where I just didn't think it was that, uh, that funny. I could appreciate the humour, but I, it's not really my sort of thing a lot of the time. Uh, another critique is the pacing. Um, it did... S- it, it was a bit poorly paced, I'm gonna be honest. It did at times. While it was never boring, it was always very entertaining, I'd say, and I'd be interested in seeing the film again, honestly. The pacing wasn't wasn't great. Uh, so that's, that's sort of my base thoughts about everything, everywhere, all at once. And uh, is it my new favourite movie? No. Honestly, this movie hasn't stuck with me in the way that I expected it to. Don't get me wrong it's a fantastic film but I don't find myself thinking about it that often although in a sense I do because the idea of parallel universes and uh, you know the multiverse concept and the idea of trying to live your best life there's something that there's something about the philosophy of the film that I think has stuck with me and I think that's one of the most meaningful fo- meaningful things about the movie so yeah that's my thoughts on uh, everything everywhere all at once now, one movie I actually saw, and the reason I saw this is because it was my one-thousandth movie. One-thousandth? One-thousandth. Yes, one-thousandth. It was one, my one-thousandth movie was a one-thousandth film I've seen, and I watched it because it was probably the oldest film on my watch list. I don't mean oldest on, in terms of when it came out, but I mean it's been on my watch list for one of the longest because I wanted to see this movie for so long. But the thing that sort of stopped me from watching it was its run time, which is four hours long. Now, if you don't often watch long movies, that is quite a daunting run time. And, uh, yep, four hours long. That's uh, one of the main talking points. But it should not at all overshadow the quality of this movie. And I haven't even said what the movie is. It's called A Brighter Summer Day. And it is by Edward Yang, a film maker who i've been familiar with for a while because i watched his movie terrorizers a while ago and i enjoyed it it was okay but a brighter summer day oh my god this movie oh my god (laughs) it's so good it's four hours long but it does not drag at all i was more entertained i was more consistently engaged with this movie than even some 90 minute films i've seen the way this movie is the way this movie unravels i'd i'd describe it as sort of like a, a the plot of like a spider web like there are all these strands and all these things that come together and the way the way uh it's like a jigsaw puzzle sort of like you you it's so hard to describe but it's so brilliant it's a, it's a movie about so much it's a coming of age movie primarily it's a love story it's a crime drama it's it's so many things at once and all of the all of the different things it is is just as excellent as the others it's a sad movie it's a entertaining movie it's a funny movie it's a violent movie it's a beautiful movie it's so good <laughs> i don't even know what to say about it i love it and i'd recommend it to everybody uh it is on youtube i watched it on youtube because somebody uploaded it to youtube it came out in 1991 uh, a high quality dubbed, uh, not dubbed, subbed, I mean, subtitled version. Uh, yeah, absolutely recommend this to everyone. Uh, I don't even know what to say about it. It just leaves me, uh, speechless, honestly. Yeah, watch A Brighter Summer Day. Holy Christ is good. Okay, and just a few more films I'm going to briefly touch on before I head into the next section which will be talking about music I've been listening to. Uh, I watched a short film about killing. It's the title of the film. It's not a short film about killing. Well, it is a short film about killing. Not a short film, but like, it's like 90 minutes. Um, This is my second from the director, actually. Yeah, because I watched Three Colours Blue. And uh, I still have this sort of feeling of indifference. Like I know, I'd say from an objective standpoint, he's a very talented man. He knows how to make a movie. And this movie makes its point in a compelling and uh, devastating way. And that point is against capital punishment. If you are for capital punishment, watch this movie because you will not be after it. Uh, I also watched The Purge Election Year. This is actually my fourth purge movie i didn't even realize that i've seen four purge movies and i hated all of them all of them suck the series sucks it's a complete waste of a i'm not even gonna say the premise is good i thought the premise was good but these movies have convinced me that it's not a good premise maybe it is maybe you could make a great movie with this if you gave it to someone with actual talent uh oh also i watched goodbye dragon N. This is a great movie, but it is a very slow movie. Now I've seen a few slow cinema movies, but this is probably one of the most challenging ones. Because I'd say a large majority of this movie just consists of people walking around, not talking or saying anything. Yeah, that sounds interesting, Uh, check it out. And I also revisited a film that I didn't like the first time I saw it. But now I consider it to be a masterpiece. And there's Angel's Egg. I don't know what about this film didn't click with me the first time I saw it. But actually no I do. It's because I didn't watch it with subtitles the first time. Uh, And I didn't watch it dubbed either. I just watched it in its native language. uh, And I didn't understand a word anyone was saying. (laughs) Uh, So highly recommend Angel's Egg. I actually might talk about that more later. But great, great movie. Do you know how hard making a po- podcast is, especially if you're one one person? Because when you're listening to it, you notice all the things you do—the vocal things that can be incredibly annoying—and also just the little mouth, the the noise, mouth sounds. It's disgusting. How can anybody listen to this? I don't even think anyone is. If you're listening to this, um, I don't. I don't think you are, because I don't think anybody's going to listen to this. Uh, but if you are. Thank you for supporting my show, uh, I appreciate you, I appreciate what you're doing, um, and I will try and improve, I will try and get a co-host once I find someone who is suitable to be a co-host, they can be a co-host, and I'm sure that will improve, because a lot of the, one of the main things about podcasts, unless it's like a true crime podcast, unless it's like a factual informational thing, is usually you're just riffing with the co-host, and, um, you know, bouncing off each other, and if it's one person, you can't really do that, unless, um, no, 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 but yeah, you get it, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'll try and get a co-host, um, but for now, every so often, I try, I try to remember to do this podcast, but a lot of the time, I get distracted, it's my fault, but yeah, I'll try and improve, I say this every episode, I'm trying to improve, but it's true, I'm. I'm. Once I get a co-host, I feel like, uh, if I can, even if I can, I don't even know if I can. And, uh, finally, before we go into the next section, or I go into the next section, because uh, nobody's actually listening to this. Uh, I want to shout out, we're all going to World's Fair. This is another movie I've been waiting to see for a long time, and it did not disappoint. I loved this movie, I said that with the last movie, I love this movie as well, I, this movie resonated with me on a deep, deep level, it's about loneliness, it's about isolation, it's about digitalization, it's about being online too much, it's about, it's about so much, it's about, uh, power systems, (laughs) I don't know, I don't, no, it's about, you know, it's about lots of things, and it's a great movie and something that is not going to appeal to a wide audience and I can tell that already because it's had backlash from people who think it's boring who think it drags who think it it, it sucks but it's it doesn't suck it's a great film but uh if you if any of those themes seem like something that uh you would resonate with you then I think you'll enjoy this movie I think specifically if you're a, you're, if you're a young person uh who has grown up with the internet I think it's going to resonate with you because I think that's almost certainly the audience of this film uh and oh shout out to the music the soundtrack by uh, Alex G uh, I've never listened to this guy actually but oh my gosh is it a standout this, the music in this is gorgeous it makes me want to check out his, his uh, music so yeah shout out world, we're all going to World's Fair terrifying movie but if you're going into it looking for a horror movie I think you're going to be severely disappointed. Each episode I have a I have a cup with me filled with water and it's slowly uh ru- I run out of water throughout the episode so if I start making annoying noise like uh dry mouth noises or whatever it's because I ran out of water okay music section so i'm just gonna go through my liked songs recently uh give us give some shout outs to some stuff i've been listening to uh some recommendations uh three six mafia i've been listening to some three six mafia stuff because i've heard that they're really good and they are uh if you like classic um if you like classic hip-hop classic uh rap then uh i'm sure you've already listened to these guys but if you haven't uh you, you definitely should Uh, On the other spectrum of hip-hop music, we've got uh, modern music, we've got Future with his new album. Now, I hate a lot of Future's music, and I enjoy a good portion of it as well. If it's something like um, his Gunner collaborations that are just flat, boring, annoying, then I'm not going to be interested in it. If it's something more energetic, if it's something more unique and creative... um, then I probably will enjoy it. And with this new album, I did enjoy it. I I loved the production. I've heard it des- described as haunting, and I think that's a good des- descriptor. I love the vocal sort of samples. I love the the Kanye feature on uh, Keep It Burning. Uh, and overall, well, um, it's it's everything you'd expect from a future album. Uh, the incredibly toxic lyrics, which I'm not going to endorse. He says some horrible things on this album. Uh but yeah, it's it's a future album so it's, uh, it's you, you it's what you expect. Uh and if you expect that and if you enjoy what you expect, then you'll enjoy this because it is what you expect. But it's it's better than what you expect honestly because I think it's uh I think it's good. Uh okay. Also Space Goes Parp. I've heard about this guy. I've heard he's been incredibly influential. I've heard that he I've heard his name tossed around With the likes of Lil B and Soldier Boy, now I love Lil B. Lil B, fantastic artist, underrated artist. He's treated as a joke, but he's a genuine musician. Soldier Boy is a joke. He's on the opposite end of the spectrum. Anyone giving him credit is a fool. He didn't invent anything. His his music sounds like crap, uh, and apparently he's a terrible person. I, I I don't know. Um. Space Ghost Perp, don't know anything about him as a person, but the music slaps, it's great, it's fantastic, it's, uh, funk, I don't know if I said that right, it's funk music, some of it, uh, yeah, shout out to Space Ghost Perp, I've just been listening to his stuff. George Clinton, I have been listening to this guy's music on repeat for the last two years, it is so good, it's like, um, it's sort of like Vaporwave Sort of stuff the the aesthetics of vaporwave the sound of vaporwave but uh i'm not sure if he uses samples but i'm fairly certain he doesn't uh it's it's really good it's like an evolution of that style it's 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 really something it's hard to describe but it's very nostalgic sounding it's very um it's very old school cool it's a great record uh another thing that i thought would be interesting to mention is i've discovered a, a numerous amount of artists whose name song names album names and artist names are just completely undecipherable sort of uh, symbols and uh stuff like that i i don't even know this one's a circle uh lots of circles some triangles it sounds cool it's sort of just like this uh this sort of drum and bass music but it's uh really it's it's good stuff don't know why you do that i guess it's just to be quirky uh but yeah if you can discover them i don't know how uh i guess that's the fun part about it is you 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 can't recommend it to anyone but uh if you find it uh hope you enjoy it what's going on marvin gay uh everyone talks about marvin gay there's even a song named after him but this song uh i only listened to it recently but i already consider it to be one of the best ever made oh my oh my god is it good uh shout out to blade i've been listening to i've been i've been incredibly drained recently i've been listening to heaps of drain drain, drain gang stuff just heaps it's it's pretty much all i listen to anymore uh dna rain shadow face those are some of the songs i've been listening to and another artist who similarly to blade sounds like shit is uh cemetery i heard it described as uh if blade if if Blade and Drain Gang took a heroin. it would sort of sound like this and I guess that's a good descriptor. Uh, all his songs sort of sound the same but uh, it slaps. Okay uh, so that was the end of the music section. Just kidding I've got some more songs. Uh, Rajoa Aikida sorry if I mispronounce that I'm, I'm sure I've mispronounced plenty of names today so I'm sorry. He is a minimalist Japanese composer, I believe. His stuff is very, uh, I'll say minimalist, it's very, very avant-garde, but it's absolutely fantastic. If you're into avant-garde stuff, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, Speaking of avant-garde, Fira Abraham, uh, she she came to fame for being on Teen Mom, and then made a acclaimed or maybe the opposite uh album my teenage dream ended one of the craziest things you'll hear but quite uh quite dark lyrics incredibly dark lyrics actually uh if you're sort of into outsider music and stuff like that you've uh you've probably listened to it but uh, it's interesting speaking of outsider music the mothers of invention this is frank zappa's band and i love it it's great <laughs> frank zappa very uh interesting figure I, I want to figure out more about... I don't know much about him, but I know people talk about him all the time. Great, uh, great album. Uh, well, they made multiple albums. Listen to We're Only In It For The Money. Uh, that album is great. Speaking of great albums, the new Pusha T. New Pusha T. What do I even need to say? It's Pusha T. He don't miss. Apparently he was banned from Canada or something. I don't even know. He's still doing his coke rap, um... But fair enough, if we if if you've got a sound, if you've got a style, uh obviously you should be evolving. And I would say this is an evolution, but uh but it's it's still push a He's still rapping about uh, the same old stuff. It's almost dry is the name of the album. Uh some notable songs, uh Brambleton, Let the Smokers Shine the Coops, uh Dreaming of the Past, Neck and Wrist, Just So You Remember. Those are actually the, the first five songs of the album. But you sort of get the idea that it's just a fantastic album. Uh, I haven't listened to all of it, but what I have heard, I've been listening to on repeat. Especially dreaming of the past. Uh, I I love Kanye's verse at the end where he says that he could have bought he could have bought the fresh fresh Prince of Bel Air house, but he didn't like the way the kitchen was designed. Uh, typical Kanye sort of line, very funny. Yeah, great album. Love love the production as well okay time for the real meat of the episode the real hot takes the real things that are going to get people riled up they're going to get them angry they're going to get them interested in what i have to say here i have my tier list of this is a tier list i found a, a tier template i found on tier maker film twitter favorites uh i have film twitter i have twitter uh terrible terrible app uh I hate it. Every time I go on there, it ruins my day. Uh, But I got it for the purpose of promoting my film festival, which I've been incredibly slacking off on promoting. So uh, I'm doing that now. Go submit a film that you've made to my film festival. It's free. Do it. Okay. Now, for my tier list. This is going to be controversial. I'm sure it will. I have uh, S, A, B, C, D, E, and F tier. Now in F tier, oh, I'm just gonna go from the bottom. I'm gonna go from F tier and I'm gonna go all the way to S tier. Uh, in F tier, I actually didn't put any any uh, movies on here in in, in the F tier. Um, so yeah, that's off to a good start. E tier. Now this is the second lowest tier. These are some movies I really hate. Jojo Rabbit. Already off to a controversial <laughs> start. I can I can imagine. I found this to be I don't want to say I found it insensitive because I don't think that I'm the sort of person I don't think that I have I want to say I'll say this L- listen to what what people to ha- what listen to what people who find this o- offensive listen to what they have to say because I I'm not the one to be saying this if I uh, uh, if you don't find it offensive if you if you think it's not uh, that's fine uh but yeah I I don't know. Not even past that point. Even uh, even if you don't think it's offensive, even if you think it's okay, um, uh, I just think it's a bad movie. You know, I don't think it's funny. I don't think uh, that type of humor is my thing. It's it's just like a Wes Anderson ripoff, and it, I, it really sucks because I I I love uh, old films, but now it just seems like he's gonna be making this Marvel Star Wars terrible stuff for the rest of his career, it's a real shame, uh, next, Joker, uh, what, what, what what do I even need to say, it's Joker, honestly, okay, and D tier, these are going to be some guaranteed hot takes, I'll tell you this, Interstellar, um, sorry to break it to you guys, Interstellar's bad, uh, Amelie, people love Amelie, I get it, I, I do get it, I'm, I'm, it's, it's not, it's not me. It's not for me. Uh, that's all I can say, really. Uh, next, boyhood. I hate boyhood. I, I hate boyhood. This guy, we follow this kid. We follow this kid for his whole life. His whole life, essentially. Not his whole life. His whole, we see him come of age. And what, what does he become? He becomes a pretentious art student. He becomes the most boring, unlikable guy. What was the point of this? I guess you can say, like, life. It sucks. Next, C C tier. Okay, this is going to be an incredibly uh, controversial one. Now, C-tier, I I want to say this. C-tier, this is getting to the point where I I like all these films. And C-tier, I don't know if this is how tier lists work, but for me, C-tier is, like, okay. You know, it's okay. Inception. I think Inception's okay. I don't hate Inception. I don't love it, though. And a lot of people love it. I don't love Christopher Nolan. I don't hate him. I don't love him. I think he's okay. He's an okay filmmaker. I'll watch his movies. They'll be okay. They'll sort of. They'll be an impressive part or something, and then I'll sort of forget about them. Except for The Dark Knight. Dark Knight's great. Uh, Booksmart. I really enjoy Booksmart. A lot of people really hate Booksmart. A lot of people really love Booksmart. I think it's a very entertaining movie. Uh, it's a. It's a movie where if I want to be enta- entertained, I'll watch Booksmart, because it's funny, it's entertaining, but past that point, it's, there's not that much of merit in terms of filmmaking, or, uh, anything about, like that, but on a purely entertainment level, it's, it's a great movie. Next, Little Miss Sunshine. I know so many people who think this is a masterpiece, I don't, I think, uh, child beauty pageants are disgusting, I think the movie thinks that as well, uh, but yeah, no, it's not my sort of thing. It's it's uh, it's a bit syrupy, and uh, I don't know if syrupy the right word. It's it's not. It's just not my thing. I'll probably say that about a few films in here. Next, Black Klansman. This is a good movie. It's a good Spike Lee movie. Um, it's it's yeah, it's a Spike Lee movie. It's good. Next, Itonia. Itonia. A lot of people find this insensitive, and honestly, if you find this offensive, I'm fine with that. I don't. I, i i can see why uh i don't know if i i don't i don't think it's up to me to decide uh if this is an offensive movie or not i think it's okay i think it's an okay movie i i I don't know anything about Tonya harding as a person i think the movie's okay is it offensive i don't know uh ask someone who uh, whose opinion on this thing matters next the nice guys this is a hilarious movie entertaining movie uh and a movie that is It's actually great. I don't even know why I put it in in C tier. I might actually move that up. Um, Well, figuratively. I'll move it up now. Because I think it's a B tier. Because it's a great movie. Next, the favourite. I feel like I should enjoy this a lot more, you know? Because I love love The Killing of a Sacred Deer. And I think the reason I love The Killing of a Sacred Deer more is because it's less comedic. I think uh, when it is still he- comedic but it sort of has that balance you know where it's like i don't know if i should be laughing or disturbed right now and, and you're sort of a mixture of the two with this that's clearly not what it's going for it's not going for that at all and that's not necessarily a negative but it means it's less like what i'm one of what i want from the director next is the master this is probably one of my most controversial takes here i don't love paul thomas anderson uh, i don't hate him these movies are objectively i'd say good movies but they just don't connect with me i don't know why next b tier there are f- quite a few films here this is uh these are films i think are, are good but they're not a tier they're not s tier mm, ladybird everybody loves ladybird i think ladybird it's a good movie i put it in b tier next almost famous there are things about this that i think you could say are problematic sure definitely there are things about it that are, are definitely problematic, but if you can ignore that uh and i'm I'm not saying you necessarily have to or you should but uh if you can ignore that there's a good movie it's there's a, actually a pretty great movie uh here and almost famous once upon a time in hollywood uh this is an, as with many of these movies, people are gonna find them offensive I don't know I don't know it's uh, if you like Quentin Tarantino, you'll probably like this movie if you don't, you won't next the dark knight you know i said earlier the dark knight's a great movie and i stand by that the reason i didn't put it higher is honestly and I, honestly it's my it's my problems with christopher nolan as the director i i find his films unengaging i don't find them engaging except in the the the, the exception for, for this movie is whenever heath ledger is on screen and that for me if if it was just, if I was just going purely off of Heath Ledger, it would be easy. Fantastic performance. Should not be understated how actually incredible that performance is. Next, uh, Knives Out. Very, very entertaining movie. Very, pretty well-made movie as well. The reason I'd put something like this higher than something like Booksmart is I think it has filmmaking merit more than just entertainment value. Which for me is like a make-or-break thing. Uh, next... Midsummer, another controversial movie I mean, I'm not gonna even touch on controversially because it's not it's not my place to say uh but this is a movie I like it I think it's uh funny it's disturbing it's cool it's well shot it's well edited some great sequences it's a good movie check it out if you haven't. Kill Bill I like Kill Bill not by no means my favorite Quentin Tarantino and for a lot of people it is but for me I prefer his other movies there will be blood, now this is probably going to be a controversial take, because as I said, people love, they love Paul Thomas Anderson, and this is a great movie, I'd honestly say, I'm, I'm, I'd am i say this is a, this is a four, four and a half stars, maybe four, four and a half stars, but something about Paul Thomas Anderson, it just, it's like Christopher Nolan, it doesn't connect with me, it's not what I'm looking for in a film, if it was, if, if this sort of story was um, was handled by a filmmaker, I enjoyed more. I probably would. I probably would consider a masterpiece like everyone else. And it is a distinctly Paul Thomas Anderson movie, though. So maybe it wouldn't even work if it was someone else. But obviously, Daniel Day Lewis, absolutely stellar performance. Not going to take anything away from that performance. That that performance is masterful. It's incredible. And uh, honestly. If you're judging if you're judging this film by its stand up, uh, if it's by stand up like scenes, there are scenes of this there are scenes of this movie that is are a masterpiece. Like there's a masterpiece scene, but there are scenes that I, I I'm sort of just bored by. But uh, that's sort of what pulls it down to only uh, B tier for me. Next, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. This is probably going to be controversial. Everybody loves Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I do too. But I I I love it. But I'm not in love with it, you know? Yeah. Next, uh, Fight Club. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I I like Fight Club. I don't want to say I like Fight Club. Nobody wants to admit they like Fight Club, you know? But I like Fight Club. I don't like people who like Fight Club. That's the joke everyone says, but it's, it's the truth. Next, Black Swan. I think something... The thing about this movie is... It's been accused of uh, being a rip-off of Perfect Blue. And I consider Perfect Blue one of my all-time favourite movies. And I think it's got its unique factors. I think there are definitely, absolutely pieces that are clearly inspired by Perfect Blue. But overall it's just sort of a good psychological thriller. Not a masterpiece, not a, a spectacular film. Just a good psychological thriller. Next to Nightcrawler... Also, like Black Swan, a good psychological thriller. I'd say this is a great psychological thriller, actually. Uh, It it makes a great social commentary as well. Next, La La Land. I like La La Land. I do. I like it. I'm just going to say that. I like it. Next, The Truman Show. Uh, Okay, this is going to sound really unfair. This is going to sound ridiculous. But when when you point to the serious performances of, of Jim Carrey, you point to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and you point to the Truman Show, and they're both incredible movies. But I like Eternal Sunshine more. It's in every way, it's more my sort of movie, and I love the Truman Show, but I just like Eternal Sunshine more. And that's no reason to put this in a lower spot. I just don't. I I don't love the Truman Show. You know, I I, well okay i love the truman show but i don't think it's a tier there's something there's something holding me back maybe upon revisit i'd put it on a tier but for now it's B. um okay here okay now uh a tier a tier time a tier straight up uh first film a tier grand budapest hotel masterpiece every frame of this movie is something I would hang up on my wall like a like a painting it's gorgeous it's beautiful next taxi driver it's tax it's taxi driver what am I even supposed to say oh although one thing I will say is I feel like the racial aspect of this film is often not talked about um and I'm looking for someone who can provide an interesting commentary about that side of the film because I'm I'm not the sort of person like I want to hear more critiques but I don't know really where to find them critiques or analysts and analysts anal, analyzing people analyzing taxi driver which obviously there are lots of but you know uh get out another racial movie like taxi driver but uh yeah everyone has been talking about this movie ever since it came out and it turned jordan Peel from a sketch comedian to one of the most one of the greatest modern filmmakers like one of the when it, like when Jordan Peel announces a new move, movie, you're there, you're waiting for it because. Now us, I'll say this: us, not great. Get out though. It it makes me announce. It makes me the fact that he made this movie. This movie is so good that he, whenever Jordan Peel from now on is going to, is going to announce a movie, I'll be there. I'll be there when it comes out. I'll see it because he made Get Out, and it makes him. Talented filmmaker. Next, American Psycho. Uh, I have no idea. I'm 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 out of the loop. I've got no idea what's going on with this movie. It's had a massive resurgence and like memes and stuff. And it, oh, that honestly, kind of peeves me off. It's like, it's a pet peeve of mine. People are memeing about it. I I don't care. The movie itself is great. It's a fantastic movie. It's a satire. It's brilliant. Next, Before Sunset. Now. I like this movie, I do, I like this movie, it's the only, I'll, I'll, this is a bit of a spoiler for a few minutes uh, n- into the podcast, uh, a few minutes later, this is the only um, before before movie that I don't have an S tier, because I don't like it as much as the other two, I love the ending, oh my god the ending is so good, but the rest of the movie, it's still in the it's still A tier, it's still brilliant, but it's not the same level you know i don't know why next actually well c- i kind of do know why it's because it's the middle you know it's like you, you know it's not the beginning or the end If that i don't know next pulp fiction what what, what am i even supposed to say but it's pulp fiction crying out loud next shutter island everybody talks about this movie all the time uh and it's good but i feel like people should be talking about bringing out the dead instead because that's clearly the superior Scorsese okay next uncut gems safety brothers great film next Donnie Darko uh this is also a one that's sort of been memed but I don't think as much as American Psycho yeah it's a great movie it was one of those films I never really saw like I everyone was talking about it I never really saw it and then I watched it and I was like okay that's what that's why they all talk about Donnie Darker. It's because it's a brilliant movie uh, not even gonna I'm not gonna lie uh I have no idea what it even means or anything. I know there are books you can read but I don't, I don't have that sort of time next good time Safety Brothers great movie. been meaning to watch some of Safety Brothers' older stuff, but uh this is one that the broke them into this sort of mainstream, and uh there's a good reason because it's a great movie next, *Inglorious Bastards, uh, this is a fantastic film, fantastic film, uh, one of, if not my favourite, Tarantino, and I think a lot of people will agree with me there, obviously people will disagree, because everyone's got their own favourite Scorsese, not Scorsese, Tarantino, next, Coraline, It's Coraline, man, you know, it's Coraline, uh, and last but not least, Eighth Grade, um, Bo Burnham, I could I could do my own whole podcast episode Bo Burnham. You know, there's so much to say about him, but uh, he's an interesting guy. You know, there was a thing with the um with one of the episodes where there was, it was like silence for some reason. I was talking, but for some reason it didn't pick it up. There's some glitch. It was really annoying. So if that happens in this episode, it might even happen now. It might just be silence now. It pisses me off though. So I'm probably going to, I might like, trick. I, I, I tried to make sure that doesn't happen, but it's really annoying. I don't know why, I haven't figured it out. Okay, on to S tier, Before Sunrise. It's Before Sunrise, it's so good, oh my gosh, it's Ethan Hawke, it's, uh, I don't know her name, I'm sorry, I forgot her name. It's a fantastic movie, It's it's brilliant, it's the greatest romance movie ever, probably. Next, Chang- Chang King Express, the actual greatest romance. Screw Before Sunrise, this is the best romance movie ever. Um, I'm not sure. I love Wong Kar Wai, I love his movies, his style, um, and I'm, I need to see more of his stuff because it's all been straight S tier so far. Uh, next, The Lighthouse. Haven't seen, I haven't seen The Northman yet, I want to, I'm going to. But uh, for now, I've got The Lighthouse, and that's uh, um, that's good enough for me for now. But uh, yeah, what can I even say, man? It's Robert Eggers. He's, he's brilliant. Next, 10 things I hate about you. There's a reason this is an East tier, and it's because of Heath Ledger. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, seriously. It's 10 things about hate about you. It's the greatest romantic comedy ever made. Next uh you don't get to 500 million friends without making a few enemies great movie about a very evil crazy awful guy uh and that's of course mark zuckerberg um it's the social network what do you want me to say watch it have you not seen it watch it it's uh also whiplash see The thing about movies in S tier, if I put them in S tier, it's because they're a masterpiece, and there is really nothing I can say other than the title of the movie in a really angry way, because if you haven't seen this, then something's clearly gone wrong in your life. Next, The Godfather. The reason this is the highest rated movie, I found this out uh, when I watched it, is because it's really good. Um, Next, Before Midnight. Um i love before midnight i really do and a lot of people consider it to be the worst of the trilogy but i actually have the uh the contrarian opinion that it's actually the best of the trilogy uh, and that's because it's the sad reality of life um and i'm uh, uh yeah next eternal sunshine of the spotless mind i love uh this movie uh, i say this about all the movies but you might have noticed it's because we're in tier, and these are all masterpieces Next prisoners uh one of the best thrillers I've seen in a long time, constantly engaging, constantly riveting i I didn't see anything coming now I never see things coming in movies, but uh well sometimes I do it's like obvious, but this is not obvious if you haven't seen this movie, if you don't know anything about it, watch it right now because it'll have you it'll have you sweating bullets. I'm not even kidding. Next, Scott Pilgrim vs the World, I've probably seen this movie like seven times, uh, yeah, uh, I can see why you'd hate it, and, uh, if you hate it, you know, I get it, but I don't, I think it's a masterpiece. Next, another great movie, uh, but a completely different one, is Baby Driver. Realistically, this probably doesn't deserve a steer, but my personal bias, uh, is that I love this movie, so, oh, the casting hasn't aged well though, has it? <laughs> Yeah, that's probably going to stop me from re-watching it, uh, honestly. Like, when the Kevin Spacey stuff came out, like, he's not in that movie that much, but, like, Ansel Eligort, he's, like, the main character, so... Sucks. Next, Fantastic Mr. Fox, the best Wes Anderson movie by far. There is no debating this. There's none. You can't. Um, next, Parasite. Uh, it's Parasite next to gone girl uh, i i've got a book about david fincher and i should be reading it because it's a great book uh next dead poets society also david fincher um pretty much most of his movies are S Uh except for that one about the guy that grows backward That's, that that one sucks next dead poets society uh it's actually the last on the list here uh, great movie, Robin Williams does a great performance, uh, yeah, great movie. Now, this is the part where things get interesting. I am going to be reacting to the community tier, uh, thing for this list. Now, I'm pretty sure this just is, like, the average of all the people who've made the lists, so I'm just gonna see. So, in the pure shit tier, which I guess for me would be, uh, f tier or tier or something i changed the names but this is pure shit uh films according to the community tier number one prisoners what is wrong with you people what is wrong with you it's prisoners it's one of the greatest thrillers i've seen in a long time why would anybody what what it's pr- it's <laughs> Okay, 8th grade, I can get not liking this movie, um, I, okay, uh, yeah, I can get not liking this movie, I can get not liking Bo Burnham, because if you don't like Bo Burnham, you're probably not gonna like this movie, it's a distinctly Bo movie, and honestly, if someone were to say they hate Bo Burnham, I'd be like, okay, I get it, but I feel like everyone that hates Bo Burnham, I feel like everyone that likes Bo Burnham gets, can get why someone would hate him, Cause he's he's very um he's very who he is, and if you don't like who he is, then uh, you're probably not gonna like him. That was a terrible sentence. That was just <laughs> that was bad. Uh, the Nice Guys. Um, it's great. It's it's a funny movie. Um, I can see. Maybe uh, okay. Maybe people don't think the, these movies are terrible, but necessarily, but. Just compared to the other ones, they're not as good. So uh, if you if you think that's not as good as the others, that's that's fair because it's not as good as many of the movies on this mo- on this list. It's just sort of an entertaining movie. It's not that uh it's not that great really. Like uh, no, it's great, but it's just, you know. Yeah. Before Sunset. Now I stated before this is uh, my least favourite of the trilogy, but if you're gonna say it's pure shit, it means you're an idiot. You have shit taste. You should just go back to crawl into the fucking rock you you came under you cretin uh next good time i completely understand not liking good time as a stressful stressful movie if someone would say they hate it i'd be like okay sure it's a stressful movie that's fine um there will be blood this shocked me actually because i thought people loved there will be blood uh it's definitely not pure shit though it's actually really really good boyhood i agree boyhood is shit Fuck boyhood. Uh oh sorry for my language um there. Yeah, um yeah. Uh yeah, before midnight is actually not pure shit, even though this community tier seems to reckon it is. And if you think it is, it's because you are brain dead. Um almost famous, uh not really sure why that's in the pure shit category, but if you don't like almost famous, fine, whatever, I'm not gonna hold it against you. Next, uh overrated as F. Um we have Taxi Driver. I can argue i i I'm fine with people saying that Taxi Driver's overrated. I don't think it's the best movie ever made. A lot of people do, I don't. So if you think it's overrated, that's fine. Uh Donnie Darko. I can see why you think it's overrated. Sure. Lots of people love Donnie Darko. I love Donnie Darko, but uh maybe it's praised a bit too much sometimes. Black Klansman, um I don't know if it's overrated everyone sort of just agrees it's okay you know it's an okay movie it's a good movie it's a spike Lee movie uh the lighthouse is not overrated um it's actually underrated because it's a masterpiece and not many people can own up to that fact uh shutter island if you think it's overrated that's fine hi tony if you think it's overrated i get it the godfather isn't uh overrated for some reason this is in the overrated <laughs> as if category And that's really proof that, um, that's, if you, if you didn't have proof before, that's really the point where it's like, okay, what's going on here? How can you think that, I I don't know, Uncut Gems, again, um, I get not liking the Safety Brothers stuff, it's incredibly stressful, uh, but if you don't get, if you don't like Uncut Gems, like, I'd, I'd, I'd sort of hold a sort of like a resentment towards you if you said that um the favorite yep I, I agree it's overrated Amelie I agree it's overrated Nightcrawler is great uh Blade Runner 2049 I agree it's overrated Before Sunrise this the inclusion of this list makes me want to uh, punch my fist through a drywall uh because I love Before Sunrise and it's the best movie uh romance movie ever made Okay, on to the it's all right category. Uh seven. I think seven is actually a bit more than all right. Oh I forgot to include it on my list by the way. I'd probably put it in the eight tier, Um a I do I do think I I actually would I think seven is overrated. I think um it's great, it's uh but it's not a masterpiece, you know? Or maybe it is, I don't know. uh Book Smart, yeah, Book Smart is alright. I think uh, I think I agree with that. I think it's yeah. Um Just I haven't seen Twilight, uh and I, I don't wanna sound like a loser here, but uh just wanna note that Twilight is in a higher category than The Godfather, which um is pretty based, honestly. Uh Lil Sunshine, yep, Lil Sunshine is alright. Uh, there are a few other films in here which uh, which definitely shouldn't be in here, though. Whiplash. Who, who? How can you watch Whiplash? Uh, you imagine this. You're watching Whiplash. The, the movie finishes, and you're like, "Yeah, that was okay." What the fuck? Uh, sorry for my language. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I'd say it's. Uh, honestly, the opinion I have is Jojo Rabbit's sort of like a two star. Um, I don't hate Jojo Rabbit but if, if you think it's all right that's that's okay i think it's uh i don't think it's great i i, I it's uh, you know it's whatever black swan i agree if black swan's all right eternal sunshine now this really pisses me off but also at the same time it's like if you think this movie is pretentious and annoying then i really uh i'd be like yeah okay that's fair that's a fair enough op- opinion to have Kill Bill, uh, if you think Kill Bill is alright, I think Kill Bill is good, I, I, I think it's a bit better than alright, but, uh, if you think it's alright, that's okay, and Estella, yeah, Estella, uh, I think is bad, but if you think it's alright, yeah, well, okay, I guess, I, uh, I guess I'm sort of just saying it's bad to piss people off, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it is okay, Joker, yeah, it's okay, I guess, uh, I put it in, i would actually put it in F tier, um, it's not alright, it's, it's it's actually really bad. Uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel, um, not alright, actually a masterpiece, and Glorious Bastards is a masterpiece, and Fight Club, now this is actually what shocked me, because I thought people really, really loved Fight Club, so I don't know why it's inclusion. See, I don't know what type of, what type of person is making these tier lists, because this taste, the, this is the most confusing part of this, is the taste factor of it, like, these these opinions don't correlate at all with each other. Like they think Fight Club's alright, but they also they think uh there will be blood is pure shit. They think uh prisoners is pure shit. Like who who are these people? whatever. Okay. In the so good category. The Truman Show. I agree the Truman Show is so good. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is so good, Pulp Fiction is so good. Coraline is so good the dark knight is so good La, La land is so good girl gone girl is so good ladybird is so good knives out is so good get out is so good and uh then we have inception which i would put in the it's all right category because i think it's all right and in god tier pa- uh, parasite okay uh yeah terrible terrible tier list honestly If someone were to show me this tier list and be like, I made this tier list, I'd, um, I'd honestly, uh, well, I'd, uh, I'd never speak to them again. Because they're wrong, objectively, and, uh, I'm the best, uh, I have the good taste. Okay, this is the outro, I hope there weren't any silences in this video, because if there was, they would piss me off. If you actually listen to this, um, tell me. like hey i listened to this because good job uh i even i couldn't listen to this crap but you know once i get a co-host uh if i do get a co-host i'm sure the show will improve so thanks for sticking around so thanks for supporting me your support gives me the motivation to keep making episodes thank you and that's the end